y'all and welcome back after a long but needed break of the Wu Chow Chronicles podcast you already know it's your girl Kimana Kiss and of course I got my trusty Jesse like you know Cali BFF Mr. Brock James what's up I'm so happy to be back I missed you so much like what is this I missed you too it's been too long and i don't like that i was too I sad she came to la and i had covid <laughs> and i was just like so disappointed to tell her because i really did want to see oh, you no. but <sighs> that's what happens Shit happens i'll be in la soon i'll let you know the dates because there is something that i i, I feel like i should announce anyway because it's so funny because the last episode that we did I talked about it on this episode, so I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to this. But also as our guest co-host, because you know I needed the feminine energy. We got Miss Ty Renee. What's up, mamas? Hey baby, how you doing? <laughs> What's we, up, oh, can girl? you hear me? Y'all can hear me? Yes, we can hear you great. Hey, hey, honey. Yay. So for those I'm doing good, babies. Welcome yes. to the show. Welcome, welcome. So, for those of you who don't know, Ty Renee was actually a guest on the podcast, and um, in uh, who was it last year? Was that last year? I think, I think so. That was last year, right? Yeah, she was on the on the um yeah. on the reflective um tour. We had like a reflective tour because everybody was kind of still stuck in the house because of COVID. We had a reflective tour, and Ty Renee uh, was like one of the um, later interviews that I did. And in that interview, we asked, you know, what has COVID prevented you from doing? And it was releasing your EP. And Tigra, tell them what you did. It was. Baby, I released that thing. I released okay. that thing. I did. <laughs> she did. She released that thing. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Shut the plug. Y'all see my plaque? Y'all see my little plaque right there? Hey. Y'all see it? Y'all see it? Y'all see it? Y'all see it? I am so proud of you. I am so happy for you. New singing. Thank you. Out. Um, it so we're is get all into all of that, but real quick. So, on the last episode, I actually had my homegirl, um, it's Ruby Brown from Tubi Ruby, um, you know, beauty life content creator, beauty and lifestyle content creator. And on that podcast, we kind of just right. like talked about love and relationships and just all of these different things. And, um, in that episode, towards the end we talked about like dating outside of our race and like things of that nature. And I was saying how like, hopefully the person that I'm, I was dating was the last person that I was dating. Y'all, he gonna be the last person I was dating. Cause I'd be damned if a week later after I released that episode, they didn't ask me to bury him. And I was like, hey, I'm in that tank. I'm in that tank. <laughs> so yes. So that was one of the reasons why girl, it was a whole situation. The tears was flowing. It was a great, it was a great time. Um, that's what's supposed that's to happen. 
Yes, it was lovely. I was definitely pleasantly surprised. Um, very happy. Obviously, I said yes. Um, <laughs> but that's going to be boo thanks for life. Um, so that was one of the needed breaks because I had to kind of get that so that whole thing situated up in there. And, and I wanted to enjoy the moment. I didn't want to kind of like just jump right back into all my other stuff. I wanted to enjoy that engagement yeah. period of just life. But uh, I'm back. I'm back, bitches. Come on. And the podcast. Come on. Black, That's why we never left. Come on. Period. <laughs> and Tyrone didn't release that young EP. She had a new single out for it. Because yes, I do. It's called Chapters. So explain to us, like, what, why did you name it Chapters? How did you get to that point? So chapters in itself, I am someone who loves a storyline. I no, no no shade to anybody that you know puts out music and they just want to do stuff that feels good. I'm all for that, but I love a storyline. Storyline take me from point A to point B to point C, and then baby, if you got a D, let's go. Right. Yeah. So I said, let me give some time. Let me give y'all a story. Let me let y'all into my world because chapters itself it has each song has something that i've been through gone through or was going through that moment that i was making the album right don't pick apart the album though just enjoy the music but just know <laughs> it is a hundred percent personal it's a hundred percent you know real real deal holy field over here and i wanted you guys to be on a journey with me. I wanted y'all to bring, I wanted to bring you in. And I said, if I can at least reach one person who can relate to at least one thing that I'm doing, I did my job. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to hear that. Right. So work for it is the single and there is a TikTok challenge. Chad, and I, I've been trying to rack my brain because I, I want to kind of get in on this TikTok challenge for the song. Maybe and Brock love a good TikTok yeah. challenge. So can you There's explain to us challenge, what the TikTok baby. challenge is? Yeah, we, we, we decided to do um, to where, you know, you want to make somebody work for it, right? You want to show them how you want to work for it or how they need to work for it. And so you have a few different ways that you could do it. Um, one person decided to do it as like a workout right to where she's working out to the song and that's how you know you working for your goal you working for where you want to be another way that you could do it is you could do like a pic collage and how you looking sexy and you know what you need what you know how just just feel good just just you feeling yourself right um and you just do the pic collage the third way you can do it is a transition. Y'all love a good transition, right? Right. So you can be wearing just like your regular, regular work clothes, you know, nothing major, no nothing like that. And then you transition and you're like a sexy version of yourself, right? So it can be um, if you're a school teacher, a sexy school teacher, maybe with some, some lingerie, some cleavage here and there, you know, whatever. Um, if you're a... I don't know, a police officer, because this is for men and women. So if you're a police officer, get the handcuffs out real quick. Do one of them little swing and swing that. Do something. But just show, just have fun and show how, you know, they need to work for it. Show them why they need to work for it. That's yes. the TikTok challenge. So let me see. 
But I'm going to have to get in on this TikTok challenge. Right, because I work in social media, so just even hearing TikTok and just knowing how things just blow up, and I think that's really good, just marketing and advertising for your music alone. And I'm not even talking about just yes. anything else that you're doing. Yes. Like TikTok alone will get your will get your shit blown up. Thanks. Absolutely. So as we get into like today, we're going to talk about this different chapters inspired by Miss Tyrone's new EP. So make sure y'all check her out. We're going to talk about the different chapters in our lives. Yes. We're going to talk about the different chapters in our lives. But y'all know I love a good what's in your cup. So before we get into these chapters of our lives and like how things have changed and how we've evolved, we have to talk about what's in these cups. And I'm going to start with who brought James. <laughs> well, I, I was finishing it up, but I had a little rosé all day. You know, I actually yeah. love a good rosé, a nice white wine. I love a yeah. red as well, too. I also love liquor. So, I mean, if it's got a little booze, I'm drinking it. <laughs> so, right, and liquor. I also got my water as well, too, because you got to stay hydrated. You got to stay streets, hydrated. Especially this hot-ass summer. What, what, is it like 90 degrees over there right now? Yeah, it's 97. It was 97 today. Okay, well, drink up. Drink up. And Miss Ty Renee, what's in your cup? So I'm staying good today, y'all. I got me a little Pepsi, a little cherry, cherry Pepsi right here. I'm debating whether to put a little some extra. In. I'm trying to be good today. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay. Oh, I believe. I believe being trying good, to be good today. includes doing bad things. So like being good, it requires for you to put rum in the Pepsi. Like that's just what it requires. But you know, because I'm thinking about it. <laughs> because I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's been one of them days. I'm thinking about it. Right. You buy now what you drinking on? Because I look good. I was gonna say, cause y'all know I like me a good right. cocktail, as my homegirl Ruby say, a good sarsaparilla. This a little homemade <laughs> strawberry lime margarita. Um, using Juanitos tequila. Um, I, you know, I, I, I was not really a big tequila person at first. Um, because I used to in what I realized later on is like I was just drinking cheap tequila but tequila will leave like a horrible taste about it but I could wake up in the morning and still taste tequila and I'm like this is just nasty like why do people drink this so I've always been a dark liquor girl crown rum you know whatever do say that was me recently Juanitos still on the cheaper side is not as harsh but my favorite tequila is not that nasty ass Casamigos that everybody been hyping up but it has been De Leon Daily on tequila. It's so smooth. It, you don't have a hangover the next day. It's the perfect tequila. I love it. Um, but I'm scared the price is gonna go up since Diddy and, and Miami on here doing this uh PR stunt that they together because we all know Diddy ain't Diddy and but it's just whatever. <laughs> Not with Carisha. Um, yeah, Carisha police. Um, and also, it's funny that you say that about tequila because I actually felt the same way. Like in my early twenties, I was like, tequila tastes like the coating you get in your throat before you're about to puke. So yes. I always hated tequila for the longest time. But then I realized too, I was drinking a cheap tequila and very just like regional things. Like when I lived in Chicago, I was drinking more like whiskeys and more yeah. darker stuff but like living in california now i'm drinking more tequilas more mezcals more like citrusy things that you could add to like a margarita so yeah. but no i feel i'm all about the tequilas now yeah i'm definitely when i want to be up and funny and bubbly tequila if i'm looking for a smooth night brown look at me whiskey cognac 
mm-hmm. um, bourbon, scotch. Hit hit me with that. Um, definitely an old man drink over here. You can tell who I got eight. <laughs> I drink like an old ass man. Yeah. Be what it is. I'm dark so, all day. You cannot give me nothing like. Yes, because like, what is that? That like, I haven't been able to drink vodka or gin since college. And you know how the certain liquor That's you smell, you be like, uh-uh, get the hell away from me. I'm 33. That's I death. still cannot drink gin from when I was 21. <laughs> I can't drink it. Don't open it. I can smell it. Don't you open it. I'm like, oh, no, it ain't going to work. Are you like that little pine smell, the little, little Christmas tree? <laughs> See, vodka die. just makes me want to fight. Like. Every day. I come in the club. I'm my <laughs> I be ready. You hear me? So I'm like, let me go ahead and chill somewhere. But okay, so let's go ahead and get into this topic, honey. So obviously, with Miss Tyrone's um EP coming out, title chapters, it made me really think about like the different chapters in our lives and how, as adults, you know, a lot of us millennials, a lot of us definitely well, I'm gonna put well, I'm put bunny years against well, well into our thirties. People expect us to still be the same people that they met, um, yeah. you know, back in the day. And it really made me reflect on the different chapters in my life as far as like where I've come from, you know, the things that I've accomplished and things like that. And so I do want to kind of, I want to start with Miss Tyrone. Um, as far as like, what is something you really wish people would let go about you? Like, that ain't me no more. Let it go. Honestly, so anyone that like really, really knows me for real, I've never switched up at all like the only thing that i did make sure i switched up on was my my anger issues i had tapping anger issues when i was coming up um and that's just because you know i i had issues in my past had a little past trauma like that so it's like okay yeah you know i had to get it out somehow right and i just chose anger to do it um but the one thing that I really do wish people would let go of was, you know, oh well, remember back when when you was doing, remember back when when you fought, when when you were trying to fight this girl, and I was like, first of all, I don't, I didn't really, I wasn't big on fighting anyway. Now let's be clear, your girl can when provoked, okay? <laughs> but you like these hands in retirement, but they but, don't come out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, okay, that beast to just sleep, okay? She ain't dead, she just sleep. But I do wish people would stop trying to see me as that girl that was in high school. Like I'm a whole grown kids and a husband at this point. Like mm-hmm. get get come on now, come on now. Like the person that I was before, don't meet in that box. <laughs> Just don't, don't do me. Cause it's mad annoying. Don't do that to me. Brock, what about you? Because I, so I knew you in college. We had a we mm-hmm. had a class together. I feel like you're the same person I met. I I don't really know if I if I put a stigma on you or not. But like, what's something that you just wish people were like? Hey, that's that's not me. That's not who I am anymore. Um, honestly, and I hate to like even just piggyback off the answer Ty gave, but I feel the same sort of way. I feel like there's been certain instances in my life where I've done certain things or I've done something to like make an ass out of myself or I fought somebody. Mm-hmm. And look, I wasn't fully developed at the time mentally. I was in a different place back then. I'm a full grown ass adult now. Um, I'm a little bit more chill. I used to like, I used to be wild. Like, yeah. I feel like when you saw me in class, because I, I remember we had a night class. I was probably just like tired towards the end of the day. So I was probably like a little bit more quiet, a little bit more chill. 
But what I'm telling you, I used to run them Chicago streets. I used to like, <laughs> would just like this dude just right. wild things, drinking, just like fighting people, and like I, I don't do that stuff anymore. And I wish people would let that go. Um, I also like there's just some friends too. As of lately, I've realized coming into like 2020 into 2022 that I've just had to cut out of my life just because I outgrew them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing against them as people. Um, we're just we're going separate ways, um, and my values and my morals, you know, change over time, and I see things differently. Um, and so I cut those people out, and I'm just I'm just more grown. I'm more chill now. Um, I mean, I still like to turn up and have a good time, but you know, a little bit more responsibly. Uh, you know, I have more. I mean, there's consequences I don't want from certain actions, so I chill. I chill out. Uh, but yeah, I also have like this friend too that will always message me and be like, "Remember that time in summer camp?" I'm like, "Girl, that was like." We was in summer camp in like 1998. Why are you still talking about? Why are you still talking about that? I'm still trying to process the pandemic. Are we still in it? What's happening? Like, ma'am, I'm not going to be back tonight. Right. It's just like I don't like I don't remember. I'm, I'm glad that you right. do. I'm glad that was a fun memory for you. I, I that's not me anymore. Um, and that's and that's that on that. And that's that on that, Jay. Um, for me, actually. Um, I think everybody has always known me as like one. I've always been like the party friend, right? Like, oh, let's let's call Cubana. We know she gonna she gonna turn up with us. We gonna have a good time. Um, though I'm still a good time. Don't get me fucking wrong. I'm 33. I be sleepy. If it's not a day party, I wanna go home. Um, it's just not. <laughs> it's just not in me anymore to just be like out all night long. Like to be honest with you, about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I feel like everybody should be at least in the house or headed to the house like we should be at home like i went out of um a couple weekends ago and the fact that i was getting ready at eight and nine o'clock i was confused i was like do i need a nap like what is happening here like this is just not for me (laughs) also um the the one serious thing about me that i i wish that people um would see exactly what's happening is i have friends that i realized if i didn't reach out to them first i wouldn't hear from them and because um, I'm not Ooh. very close to my family, um, that's a chapter in my life that actually in my 30s that I have been very um, serious about. Like, if, if I have to reach out to you to hear from you, are we really connected? Are we really cool? Um, and like I said, because I'm not close to my family, I really depend on my friendships to kind of like fill that void of family for me, right? Like, my friends are family. My, my son calls all my friends aunties, uncles. Those are his cousins because I don't have that typical family bond that a lot of other people have. Um, but I have one friend in particular that I've realized if I don't reach out to her, I don't hear from her. Unless some shit is going crazy in her life, I don't hear from her. And it bothered the fuck out of me because I was like, where is my friend? Like, I got all this shit going on. I, I ain't heard from her in two months. But then I was like, why you always got to be the one to reach out first? So that's a chapter of my life that I'm done with. And I realized that I have friends that will really reach out to me. If they don't hear from me for the week, you okay? What's going on? What's happening? How come I ain't heard from you? You need me to come over there? Like, oh, you need me to come over there? I'm going to go ahead and come over. Like, that part of my life, that chapter of my life is definitely um, gone. And that's (laughs) those bonds, too, that you have with your friends. Because your Mm -hmm. friends, like, your real deep friendships are going to know when something's wrong without you even saying anything. Like, I know, for instance, like, my best friend back at home, like we're bonded so close like i know when something's wrong he don't even need to tell me i'm like hey what's good are you okay he's like how did mm-hmm. you even know something's going on i was like 
I know you. I feel like I feel your vibes from even though you live in Illinois and I live in California, like yep. those miles away, I still feel it. So that's just, yeah, that comes with the territory with like some deep friendships. Yeah, like obviously y'all know Kenyatta. Kenyatta's my best friend. Um, she's my best friend and my best friend lives in LA. Um, and so are we are we separated? Absolutely. Do she know when something wrong? Absolutely. She will call me. It'll be six o'clock in the morning. What's wrong with you? And I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's six o'clock in the morning, which means it's four o'clock in the morning in LA. What the hell? She's like, something don't seem right. When we got off the phone last night, your vibe seemed off. That's my best friend. I know that she truly knows. Mm -hmm. The same thing with Ruby. The same thing with my other homegirl, Tia. Like, they know. Um, And so for me, I was just kind of like, I was definitely, I feel like they, um, what they say, like, as you get older, you realize that <laughs> breaking up from a friend is worse than breaking up from a a, a relationship. Oof. Well, baby, and and in this chapter of my life, I'm definitely at that point where I'm like grieving losing some of those friends because, like, where you at, sis? Like, you was with me when I was dating all raggedy ass niggas. Now I got like a good man who loved me, love my son, all of this shit. And you ain't there. And I'm like going through it, especially now that I'm wedding planning and I'm doing all these things. And it's like, where is she? You know, like I'm I'm definitely struggling with that. This might be kind of corny, but um, I've been having some friendship breakups lately. And you, for as many as I've had, you would probably think I'm the problem. I'm not. And I hold like a small, <laughs> tiny funeral procession where I write out like all the things that were good about our friendship. And then I write Ooh. all the things that were like that made me realize that I can't do this anymore. I just had this happen the other day. One of my really good friends, we were friends for 15 years. He just moved out to L.A. I was thinking L.A. was going to bring us closer. He actually just got on my nerves even more when he got here. And I was like, I, you haven't matured in the 15 years that I've known you. And if anything, you become more closed-minded, you become more clout-chasing, more attention-seeking. And I just got to cut you off. It's, again, it's no, like, it's no beef. It's no, like, if I see you at the club, we, like, run, like, it's none of that. It's just, mm-hmm. I had to lay you to rest. I had to lower <laughs> the casket and release the doves. Right. Like, <laughs> I know. Time of death, 9.56 p.m. That's what it is, like. <laughs> it's, it, it's now the season, because I'm literally going through the same thing right now. Lives mm-hmm. and run out, and I'm just like, why? Why is it that I'm losing all these different people? But I think, and this is something that the pastor told me: um, it's a year of change, it's a year of growth, mm-hmm. and everyone that starts with you isn't supposed to go with you. You know, everyone Ooh. that yeah, you know, I, I I have to look at at things like you know, it could be noise, right? We could be blocking mm-hmm. our blood because there's a bunch of noise, right? Yeah. And some of those friendships that we have that we think that we need and, and you know, we've been with them for the longest or whatever else the case may be, that actually may be some of the noise that's blocking your blessing because everyone isn't for you. No matter how long you've been with them, everyone isn't for you like you think they are, you know? Mm. And if biblical or nothing oh, like yo. your girl is a church girl. And in the Bible, it says, Thou prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Your enemies was already. Your Come on. Circle. So sometimes. I'm going to pass the offering plate to Brock because listen here. <laughs> um... <laughs> you take Talk Bitcoin. Your... <laughs> okay, you take Bitcoin. Talk with your cash app. Talk, your... ma'am. Because but that's true, though. And I feel like 
as we grow older and we become wiser and we become more in tune with who we are, really, because truth be told, you don't truly know who you are as you get older, right? Exactly. Who I was in my 20s is not who I am right now in my 30s. Exactly. Hell, who I am at 33 is not who I was at 30. So uh-huh. it's just like, hell, who I am today is not who I was yesterday. Yesterday, I wanted tacos. Today, I don't. I just don't even understand like what people <laughs> truly expect from you as you grow into each chapter. Speaking of that, with each chapter that you have gone through in your life, because we have you know, our adolescents, our teens, our 20s and I, I think all of us right now are in our like 30-ish um chapter yeah what chapter do you 32. feel like in your life that you learned from the most oh do 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm going to this one I, for, for me, I'm going to say this one because it's very true when they say, you know, you'll know who your real friends are when you start a business, when Woo! you when you put out work, when you become an entrepreneur, whenever you do whatever it is that you have to do and you need support from mm. you or support from from strangers, then you do your friends. Talk and about I, it. this chapter for me and putting out my album and you know, the, the, all the work that it took for me to even do it in the first place and all the hell I went through while doing it, while putting out my album, while being pregnant, trying to be in the studio and stuff like that. Like, I really saw a lot of people were just kind of like distant people. Like, they were just like distant friends. And I was kind of like you where if I didn't call you first, I didn't hear from you. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why 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 just why yeah why but i also like you know what you're teaching me how to be without you you're Mm. teaching you how to have that space and one thing about me baby once you give me that space and i'm officially comfortable without you being in it who is this again i may get the text message hey what's up girl who is this who is this Baby, I'll hit you with who is this in your number saved in my phone. It will pop up, doggone, hey, Zeus, Chris Day. And I'm going to be like, who is this? Because I definitely will. Because- okay. <laughs> Bro, what about you? Because I feel like you, that, me and you, obviously, we had different conversations throughout the mm-hmm. podcast about just, like, we both have evolved so much. So what is, like, the chapter you like? Now, this is the chapter I didn't learn. I learned in this chapter. You know what? Um, I would say... I go when we talk about chapters, I go by like the years. So certain years where it's like for me, it was like 2016 to 2019, 2011 Mm -hmm. to 2015, that sort of thing. But I really didn't know and truly fully understand myself. So I was like 29. So like 2019, Mm -hmm. I'm 32 now. So like 29 to like, I guess I'm going to be, yeah, 33 in January. This chapter in my life has really let me know, like, to shed certain insecurities about myself, to, mm. ex- you know, accept the love that I actually deserve and not what I think mm. that I need to, um, you know, that I need to get to, you know, be fulfilled. Um, the people that I keep around, um, just... I've really been able to, like, really, truly hone in on myself and who I am and be more comfortable because there's a lot of times where like I wasn't um, as outwardly um, confident in myself. And a lot of people will say, too, when they meet me, like, oh, you, you exude a confidence about you, which is true. But there's been times where I like completely like shut myself off because I don't want people to see certain things about me and to twist Ooh. it in a certain way. And I've just kind of like let that go now. 
I'm just like, look, I'm gonna walk up into a room and we just gonna uh, kiki ah, ha, 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 and shoot the shit. And <laughs> that's that's Period. what it is. And we just gonna mm-hmm. have a good time. Um, if you don't like it, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> and that's all. I think I like back in the day, I worried a little too much about what people thought about me. Now, going into this chapter of my life, like, I don't really like. Yeah, I don't think, like, I like am, how you guys I are am. saying like who is this? Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. get that maybe so and so with a sex special. Like, <laughs> I like I don't care. Like I don't I think about you like a bed at night. Me. Like I sleep real. Like I sleep good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no real talk. Um, for me, I think that 2016. So I was about 26. Um, that was a year of low for me, right? So I always joke around. I say that's because that's the year that damn ape got shot. Harambe, they Harambe. <laughs> it all started with that goddamn ape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it all started with that goddamn ape. Um, but that was the year of low. I got demoted. I lost almost like ten, fifteen thousand dollars in salary after I had made decisions based off of my salary. Um, that was my. That was like my low year. Well, I was like mean and I was bitter and like anybody who was in the vicinity was going to catch all of me being mean. That's not my personality. Like, that's just not who I am. So in 2016, but that's in 2016, that's who I was. I, I just was this person that was unrecognizable. Um, At the end of 2016, <laughs> at the end of 2016, um, I actually had started dating my now fiance and um. It was just weird. It was odd. It was a different situation for me. And he had made the comment like, when you going to get over it? And I was like, the fuck? Like, what do you mean? When am I going to get over it? Whole time he was right. It was time for me to get over it. Like, he let me have my moment. My friends let me have my moment. Okay, bitch, you better. I'll be mad too if I lost almost $15,000 in salary. Da, da, da. But you still got a job. You still got somewhere to live. You still got your car. Like, they were naming all these other things. And I was like, man, like, I was like, literally, like, man, fuck this shit. Fuck everybody. I was like, fuck everything. <laughs> I, I don't still be like damn. That. What you talking about? And then in 2017, it was like, you know, and, and back to my, my boo, Brock. Might sound corny and cliche, but I feel like when the clock struck midnight for me, it was like a, a switch for me. Like, do you want to die being known as the mean girl, as the bitter girl, as the girl who just couldn't let it go? Yeah. If something was to happen to me right now, what the hell would they put on my tombstone? And I don't know if y'all ever saw that movie. They like, put mean and surly on, on the tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what movie? Is that? I can't remember the name of the movie, but she was like, "What you want to?" It was her husband, and they was like, "What do you want to put in the, on the tombstone?" And she was like, "Mean and surly." Um, and somebody in there, like Vivica Fox, was thinking. To- yeah, Loretta Devine was the wife. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I'm a fan of the movie. Don't worry about it, y'all. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm gonna tag the movie in the comments. Read the comments section. I'm gonna tag the movie because I can't remember it right now. But they asked Loretta Devine, who was the mom, who was the wife of the husband who died. What do you want to put on your husband's tombstone? And she said, mean and surly. And for me, in 27, and going into 2017, I'm like, damn, they're going to put mean and surly on my tombstone if I don't get my shit together. Yeah. I learned so much about myself. I learned that I was resilient. I learned that I couldn't push through. I learned that single mamas are the baddest bitches on the planet. I don't care what nobody say. I learned so much about myself. I learned that my son looks up to me. And I learned that when I was being mean in those moments, he was being mean at school. I learned like it just was so so many things kind of like bottled up all into one, right? And in that one chapter of my life, 
I feel like it catapulted me into this person who I am now. And I was talking to my fiance about it, and I was like, people really, the truth of the matter is, I'm not mean. I never was mean. I feel like in 2016, I had a mean streak. But I'm not mean. I'm not a mean person. But if you push me, I'm going to go there with you. Like, <laughs> you want to score up, that's cool. But that's just not, I'm really, I give you so many options and chances before we get to that point. And we were talking about it, and he was like, damn, babe, like, you really aren't mean. You really aren't that person that people try to paint you out to be. And I was like, because if you met me in that chapter of my life, that's your impression of me, right? Like, I'm a mean person. When you get to know me, Brock can literally say, I don't think Brock has ever seen me in a whole phase where I had to, like, truly snap on some fucking no. body. Like, I am so cool, laid back. Let's get a drink. I spilled your drink. My bad, sis. Let me go get you another one. Like, I am just not that girl. Like, I really just like to have a good time. And so I was just like, if you met me in 2016, yeah, that's your vision of me, but that's not who I am. And I had to learn that who you present yourself to people as the first time they meet you, meet you is who that's the vision they have of you, period. And so I had to adjust and change as necessary. Which I get that. So that was like, we need to realize people evolve all the time. Yes. Like, you can't just keep me in that box. Like, yeah, okay, you met me at a certain time when I wasn't at my best. But mm -hmm. every moment, like, if you see me out, if we go out again, you know, and I'm not at my, like, or I'm a completely different person, are you going to keep that image of your head? Oh, she was like this before, so that's how she is. No, look, be in that moment. Look at how I am now. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. What it was not the, when you first met me, because I could have been going through anything. Right. And what we doing now, I'm fun. Have fun. Yes. Have fun with me at this point. Come on now. But girl, listen, this is the best. I feel like this topic is speaking just it's gonna speak to a lot of people because also we're in the middle the middle of the year. We are in June, finishing up June, going into July. We are mid-year, and there are just so many things that I've been noticing, like just on my timeline of you can see the evolve, um, the evolution of people yeah. just on their timeline, just what people are posting and how they're maneuvering with their businesses and there's a change there clearly mm -hmm. yeah absolutely. And so I'm, I'm i'm on for the ride i'm on for the ride because the next chapter of my life ma'am i'm ready y'all ready i'm here for the ride but don't ask me to put in for no gas money <laughs> period because gas like 900 dollars a gallon an arm a leg a foot in your first born i can't even afford things some post that gas prices are higher than some people's credit scores these two more cool out ass gas prices i want to be a regular fucking average student give me two point something <laughs> give me two point something i don't want to be some cool out of no more at all yeah, I'm, I'm ready for change. I'm, I'm ready for change. Yes. Okay. So, um, Barack, did you have any things that you wanted to ask about different chapters in our lives? Um, you kind of actually touched on it, uh, but I kind of want to hear from Ty a little bit. What do you think was the chapter in your life where you felt like you kind of were at your lowest and then you really kind of like recognized Ooh. who you were as a person and changed it? Because she she Ooh. touched on it, but what's your answer? Mm. And I can tell my I can share mine too. So <laughs> I have two actually. I do. I have two. Um oh I'm finna tell my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, baby. So 
the first time when I was at my lowest was in 2012. My mother passed in 2012. And I was in a relationship that I shouldn't have been in. Um, I was in an abusive relationship. And after she passed, kill me. You took my mother. I was drinking literally every day. I was a functioning alcoholic going out every single weekend. Didn't care about nothing. Like, you know, when we would get into fights, go ahead and kill me. Go ahead. I, I don't care anymore. It wasn't until I found out I was pregnant with my son that it made me. It was like a, a, a snap of reality. Like, yo, you got something that you got to take care of. You got somebody else mm-hmm. Take care of, but yeah, at that time, I literally just kill me. I, I don't care because you took my mom away from me. When I had my son, it was like, yo, get your stuff together. Like, yeah. I don't know, I I don't know whether it's a maternal thing or what, but something just clicks in your head. Like, yo, you you mm-hmm. supposed to click in your head because we know some 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 mamas, but in your head to where it's like, yo. You got it. You got to get it together. And I will tell anyone that knew me from back then, you knew who I was. You don't know the mother that I am now. It's Woo. a difference. It's a big yeah. difference. Now I'll kill you over mine. Before, yeah. whatever. Um, and then my second time where I had to remember who the fuck I was, um, came actually just la- last year to in coming into this year. I had to remind myself who I was after I had my last Mohican who just has to be in everything I'm doing right now. (laughs) Um, Depression really bad. Um, I was dealing with a lot of mess in my marriage. I was trying to put out the album. I was just going through a lot and I lost sight of me. Um, Mm. I lost sight of just what I wanted you know who I was everything was about the kids everything was about the house everything was about trying to fix my marriage and and it's falling apart like everything was about everything else but me and it got to a point where I had to call somebody at one point to come and take care of my kids because I had a whole mental breakdown in my room and Again, something snaps. I, I literally looked in the mirror one day. I was like, who are you? Mm. Who? I, I was losing weight. I, my hair was thinning out, falling out. Like, it was horrible. And I was like, who are you? You know? And I took the step and started trying to get myself back. And went, even, went to therapy. Went ahead and started looking into therapy. And had to get myself back. And once I got it back, and... The video worked for it. it. Actually, snapped me into reality because I was looking at myself in a, in a photo shoot I did to snap me back into reality. Because I looked at myself and like, yo, that's you, mm-hmm. bitch. If you don't get your ass up and and and, and go do what you're supposed to do on these stages mm-hmm. and get yourself together, like you is fine. You look, stop it. Stop playing with yourself. <laughs> I do want to I do want to say that I think it's super dope of you to realize that one that you were in that phase of your life that you needed help. Right. So you was like, I know it might not it might not have felt like it at the time, but you had sense enough to be like, hey, somebody come get these goddamn kids because I'm over here going fucking crazy and I got to figure out what the hell going on with me because I can't take care of them until I figure out what's going on with me. And I think sometimes as moms, 
we um we lose that aspect of our, ourselves because we mm-hmm. we are taught through society and um our, our elders that you know being a mom is everything that you are and like once you become yep. a mom that is all that you are like no i'm fucking struggling bitch somebody come help me like what's wrong with y'all too like i'm not just a mom anymore like i still have an identity yes and, and- a lot of moms lose their identity mm-hmm. once they they lose their identity because everything is so focused on the house, the kids, the husband, or the or the significant other, the the bills, that just everything yeah. is focused on everything else, and you lose sense of self. And that's why so many moms, you know, I feel like they don't talk about postpartum enough. I feel like they don't talk about the about mental health enough when it comes to having a child. And that's also for the for for the father too. You know, yeah. it's definitely for the man too. But I don't think that they talk about it enough because so many people are embarrassed, you know, to say anything. Mm. And, you know, for the men, you got to be strong. You got to, you can't cry. You got to be tough. You got to be this. Yeah. You gotta be That's why so many of our men are messed up now because y'all put it in their head. They have to be one way. Like, no, you got to let people know who they are. Men of color, um, especially black men, have the highest rate of um, suicide within yeah. our, um, with within the numbers right black men have the highest rate of suicide and i believe that it, it is on based off what you just touched on the fact that black men are taught like you can't show any weakness um with mm-hmm. money years you can't show any weakness you can't show that you need help you can't show any vulnerability and i think that, that that's definitely an issue within our community and something that definitely needs to be touched on more often than not absolutely um i agree but brock what what was a low for you that she was like hey get my shit together um well um just to start uh ty i really appreciate you sharing all that um and i'm really sorry uh you know about your mother and hearing all this but like i i know i don't know you personally and i'm just like talking to you now but you're a very beautiful person i really appreciate you sharing all that and um you you're resilient you made it through you here you you here you kicking it like you doing the damn thing um for me um i will say like two recent things that happened to me um, Kibana, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, back in 2019, I got into a really bad accident when I was on vacation, yeah. and I had to spend. Um, I had to have surgery in a foreign country. Um, I had to stay there. Yeah, I got into a bad motorcycle accident in Thailand. Ooh. I broke my knee, um, and I had to have surgery while I was there, and it just kind of like stripped me of just who. I thought I was, I guess, physically and like seeing myself in the mirror um, and like really like working on myself to become a certain image and like going to the gym. And now I can't do that anymore. I now have to go Mm -hmm. to physical therapy. That's like a real low point in my life. And I remember like sitting in the bathroom just crying because it's just like now my life has changed. Now I'm good. Like I can run. I can do squats. I can do all sorts of shit because I like I did the physical therapy. I healed from it. I took all the measures that I needed to. But that was just like that was a point in my life where it was like anything could change the instance like nobody is mm-hmm. safe like i always was just out here running around doing crazy things and then next thing i know i'm flying off a motorbike <laughs> a motorbike and yeah having to have surgery in thailand last year was a really hard year for me too because i was working in a job that i did not want to do i never want to do this shit like i was just only doing it to keep a, a roof over my head And I really just kind of lost myself doing that. Um, And it made me realize that I need to, I don't need to work to live. I need, I need to live 
and not even really care about working at all because like I like I don't care about a job title. I, I've come to the point now where like I used to get so in my head about the jobs that I was doing in comparison to what other people were doing, and it's like I, I don't care what your job title is. Like I care more about. What's your work-life balance? Are you able to take vacations? Can you take mental health days? Are you a happy person? Like that really made me realize that I need to change what I'm doing. Um, also, when I first moved to LA, that was a really hard time in my life as well too. I was still super young. I was 24. I was in a relationship, mm. had just been proposed to. Um, and it was a failing relationship at that. And I thought that moving to another um state would help you know kind of like mend our relationship and make things better it made it completely worse couldn't find a job for the longest time so my savings was dwindling um did find a job that i hated and uh wasn't making enough money to survive and just really like things just were just like i almost had to move back to chicago which i love chicago but it just wasn't like what i wanted to do at the time um, and then kind of just like the stroke of midnight 2016. 2016 was a little different for me, uh, where like <laughs> I had broken up out of this relationship and I was actually finally able to kind of, you know, be myself as a single person. Because I always like looking at like how my parents' relationship was back in the day. Like my parents divorced when I was like 12. But they always like my dad stayed around like they lived in separate houses, but they made sure to like raise us together. And I really commend them for that. But I always saw like monogamous long term relationships as something that needed that I needed to be in to be happy. And that just wasn't really the case, especially with that past relationship. Um, so breaking out of that mindset. Um, and just, I've been more in tune with myself now going into my thirties and realizing again, like how I said earlier, like the love that, um, I accept now is like what I actually should be accepting and not mm. from what I think I should be taking just because I feel like I need to be in a relationship with somebody. Cause I used to do that all the mm -hmm. time. I used to be in these like abusive, toxic relationships. Cause I felt like that's what love was and that's not how love is. Um, but yeah, that's just, I've grown from all of that and I'm still growing too. I'm still, you know, going through life struggles and trying to navigate it. But any little point that I've hit in the past, I overcame it. I jumped over that, that hill and I'm just yeah. going to keep doing that. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, probably not as extreme as some others, but you know, life is, life hits us all differently. Yeah, exactly. I feel like life hits us all differently. And then um, I don't like when people be like, oh, you know, I actually had this conversation with my homegirl earlier. And I was like, you know, I'm not that friend. I'm going to tell you to pray about it. But I'm not that friend that's going to be like, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I had told her, I don't actually, who, who signed me up to be a soldier? Because that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> actually, I like pushing paper. I like very easy things. And so don't give me that type of advice. You know what I mean? Life hits us all differently. We all handle each um, issue and each situation differently right yes, like i'm not sure brag if i can go through sitting there getting my knee fucking broken in a different country and then having to get surgery in a different country when we supposed to be the free world and we're supposed to be the country of the greatest and everything i probably would lost my goddamn mind Thailand or not fuck it or not <laughs> i don't i don't know if i would have been able to be strong enough to do that i probably would have freaked the fuck out but also ty i don't know if i I would hope that I am strong enough to ask for help. But one of the things I actually struggle with um, that I've been to therapy for, and I still struggle with it, is asking for help. Knowing mm -hmm. that I need help in a situation and asking for it. So all of us couldn't deal with each other's situations, right? We all have to handle our own shit. And exactly. so, yeah. 
<laughs> but we grown now and we realizing that shit. And so it's a great situation. It is. So time. Oh, where can they find chapters? Everywhere, honey. Everywhere. Now. Everywhere. Everywhere. Now, I will <laughs> say, Apple Music, I got some words for y'all, but my mama <laughs> said it all. So I'm going to say the nice version. I'm going to send y'all a scathing letter. <laughs> I had my music out, but you sent it to. So my name in the beginning was just just high, right? It was just high, and then as things went along, we were like, you know what? We like Ty Renee better. It has more of a ring to it, and there's so many ties out there. Ty, I was signed. Ty, I kept getting lost in the ties. So I'm like, let me do Ty Renee. And I loved it. It sounds amazing. I love the ring that it has to it. And so Apple Music still has me under just Ty. So when you look up Ty in Apple Music or on iTunes, or when you look at Ty Renee, it only brings up the two singles. Um, to look right. for the actual album, you have to just look under directly Ty. Just Ty in chapters, and that's it. Oh. It's annoying, but I do have the link for it, so. Well, we'll yeah. share the link to the followers. Yeah. Um, so before you introduce your single, and if you're watching this on YouTube, the video, um, Ty and Brock's information will definitely be in the comments and description below. If you're listening to this, make sure you go to our website at cubanakids.com. Sign up for the email so that you don't miss out on our new new shit. And that's just what <laughs> it is. You feel me? <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, you feel me? So, I'm going to start with Brock. Brock, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. I put my uh, Instagram handle uh, on, on the video at WhoBrockJames. You can also follow me on TikTok at WhoBrockJames underscore. Uh, also on Twitter as well, too, with the same one, WhoBrockJames underscore. And um, I just be around, so <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see me under Kibana's and stuff. <laughs> i be out here. And Miss Tyrone, where can the folks find you? So Tyrone, you can find her at tyronemusic.com, my own little website. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Music, Facebook, Tyrone Music. Um, I think Twitter too is Tyrone Music. I think everything is Tyrone Music except for have conformity. That be. <laughs> I think TikTok is just Tyrone. I think, but everything else I believe is like Tyrone Music. So just so y'all yes. know. Yes, and if y'all already. Go straight to the website. It has everything on there. Yes. And y'all already know where y'all can find me. I'm at Cubana Kids on everything. TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you have it, I'm probably there. Um, so before we get out of here, Miss Ty, go ahead and introduce your single girl. All right, y'all. So this is the new single from my EP chapters. It's called Work For It. Baby, when you see that video, you're going to know why they call me the Janet Jackson of my label. Hey. <laughs> Can't wait till you get it in. Are you ready? I'm feeling 